three, two, one. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's your boy Mike back with episode two. Uh, today I got a special episode for you. I know I say I post on Thursdays, but you know, we're getting this started. It's really exciting. So we're going to go ahead and uh, throw some more content out there for you. Uh, if you've enjoyed the first episode, I know you'll love this one. Uh, we did a video game review of Hogwarts Legacy. Um, today we're going to attack Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And with me, I have my two cousins, Pablo and Josh. Uh, go ahead and say hi, fellas. How you doing, everybody? My name is Pablo. You're your, your COD expert here. I know what I'm doing. Play pretty good. Go ahead, Josh. How's it going, guys? My name is Josh. I'm going to try to fill in the best I can here. Right. So I brought the guys that I've been backpacking this whole time, uh, trying to hold the team up. No, I'm kidding. Uh, these guys I've ran through DMZ with, uh, you know, time and time again. Super fun time. Uh, I love Call of Duty. Uh, as I mentioned in the last episode, uh, it, it's a really strong game. And today we're going to tackle that. So firstly, guys, uh, you know, and, and we'll go by age. Uh, Pablo's the baby. He can go first here. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the gameplay of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And, and we just entered season two. So a lot of excitement in the air about the game itself. Uh, how are you feeling right now? Uh, just in general, or we're we talking like Warzone multiplayer. We're gonna break it down. What what we're we doing? Uh, just uh, a, just an overall feel for the gameplay. Like uh, uh, anything you've played, whether that's story, feel. DMZ. If you've gotten a chance to play some of the Invasion, uh, you know, just you know, how are you feeling about the state of the game right now? Okay, okay. Um, well, first I'm gonna start off with Warzone because it's the newest thing. It's probably the most popular one. Uh, very very buggy. Um. It's kind of irritating that they didn't start off with a lot of the maps that they had in the first Warzone, like Resurgence, and, you know, they came out with one map, not everybody liked it, it was okay for me, um, but I still have a lot of laggy servers that I get into, it bugs out a lot, um, uh, freaking the, the bags, you had to get into the bags instead of the loot falling out, that should have already been a staple, like you already had the game at first when it first came out and you know in warzone 1 modern warfare 2019 um i feel like that literally was your template all you had to do is you know maybe change the guns up change the maps and you had a solid game but they decided to change it up um and it really messed it up because it kind of made it like i said very buggy very bad um, now they're starting to go with season two. It, a lot of the stuff's more fixed. It's starting to be a little bit more polished, and it's a lot, a lot better. Uh, it's still holding up. Uh, multiplayer, multiplayer. I, I want to say came out better when it came out um, first. Uh, multiplayer was really good. It's just I don't think there was enough maps. Their maps option were very, very low. Um, and I'm not a big fan of the. Uh, the attachment cross progression where you have to go jump through different guns to get the uh, attachments just because they'll give you some very very bad guns that are not good and while you're trying to level them up you'll be facing someone who's trying to grind for a camel with like one of the best guns for example being like the rpk or the mp5 trying to get gold or platinum or whatever it is and they'll just completely be shredding you you're just you just won't have a good time playing the game because you're trying to level up get certain attachments and it's kind of very annoying i'd be okay with it if the attachments were were like classified in their specific 
guns. So like, okay, for the AKs and the RPKs and the AK-74U, they all have the same attachments, but each of them have different ones you have to unlock. But no, instead, like, you'd have to level up a SCAR, that's a, that's a marksman rifle, to level 22 to get one of the best AR uh, suppressors. And that really irritates me, just because, like, marksman rifles, they're good, but in a lot of the maps, they're very slow. A lot of the maps are very fast-paced, and the gun's very slow-firing, and it's it's very... Uh, it's very frustrating with the gun. So I'm not a big fan about uh, attachments from, you know, trying to jump around and uh, people just basically sticking to, like, the best guns and, and having to compete with that because it's, it's very annoying, very frustrating. So my 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 opinion on the game, it's... Compared to Modern Warfare 2019, it's... It's under it. 2019 came out a lot better. Had better guns, better maps. It was a lot more polished when it came out. And nothing was not necessarily broken in there. But it it was simpler. It was what Call of Duty was. And I really right. enjoyed it. And, and where I kind of disagree with you a little bit here on the gun progression, I think it's great. I, I think that a lot of people will settle into about five guns. And one of them's a sniper, one of them's an AR. You probably got a sub and a shotgun and maybe some dual pistols. And people really live in that small section of the game. When there's so much more to it, I think you get a lot more out of it, right? Like we all have had those moments where you're grinding out in a marksman rifle and they're not even the best class. They could be, but they're not. And you really got to find that damage range to where you can one-shot guys when you're running around shipment grinding your guns out. And as far as maps go, I will say just personally from my experience is that a lot of times like you end up playing shipment or you end up playing shoot house and, and you don't actually like I played just yesterday and, and I stepped into one of the maps and I forgot that it was a map. I was like, man, I haven't played this in so long. I don't even know how to play it anymore. So I do think there's a, a decent amount of maps, uh, but, but I appreciate your input and, and I'm interested to see what Josh has to say, the man, like this, this guy's a kill machine. What, what, what do you got, Josh? Talk to me. So, yeah, um, as we all know, right, Call of Duty, it has a lot of issues, right? Um, you know, from day one, granted, it's a great game. I love it. You know, I play it myself. Um, it's a great game. I, I do like the new uh, gun progression they have going on now. Um, it is kind of tedious, though. It's like, oh, you know, this is my favorite gun. I want to use this, but in order to use this attachment, I have to unlock this gun at a certain level. That was kind of tedious, but you know, once you got the the method down, once you got the the gun work down, you can make you know your perfect gun, literally the perfect gun that you need to be able to mow down people. You know, within multiplayer, within PvP, right? Uh, one of the biggest things is, uh, especially that we go into is a uh, DMZ, right? DMZ, we're always trying to look for the best guns, you know, especially, you know, those snipers, those snipers that we want to get that one shot with those people that have, you know, the three play carriers, right? We're trying to, you know, mow them down, trying to carry our team, right? And and I get it, you know, Call of Duty, they have a lot of bugs, right? People are getting black screens, people got, you know, fetching online profile flashes and whatnot. They can't, you know, connect to the servers. And to be honest, they're kind of slow on that, you know. That's a that's a big thing that I see a lot of people struggling with. It's like, you know, they're trying to get in the game. They're trying to enjoy the game. But Call of Duty is kind of ignoring it. And it's not so much that 
they're ignoring it, I feel, but it's like, you know, it's taken them a while, you know, to come up to it. And usually it takes them about a whole cycle by, you know, a whole update until they're finally able to catch up again. It's like, hey, you know, we're fixing these bugs. You know, we're trying to get into it. Um, I do like the new guns, though, you know, that they came out with. Right. You know, they came out with the um, the crossbow. They came out with the hamlock. Great guns, you know, that they came out with solid guns. But again, Ooh, and that clip fed shotgun. I like that a lot. You know, I was yeah. using that in the hardcore. And man, I was dumping bodies. It was crazy. It, it was it was a good time. It really was. It, exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, and like that's what I'm saying, you know, good content that they're pushing out. Me personally. I don't like somebody who's running a shotgun. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm, I'm still dreading that point where you know i gotta go and use shotguns for that camo grind right i gotta get my platinums you know my goads and whatnot i'm I'm dreading that that moment when i gotta do it. you know i know i'm behind uh but great guns really really good guns they did solid but with every new update obviously a new op gun you know is gonna come out right as you know that's what we have here you know hamlock's doing really good that shotgun's doing very well and then you know that crossbow obviously why so, but other than that, if I feel like if Call of Duty can get those bugs fixed, you know, I think, you know, it'll be a great game, you know, going out, going into DMZ a little bit further, actually. Um, the NPCs. NPCs are nothing, you know, nothing to shrug off. They are tanky, man. I got to tell you, um, they're nothing to joke about. You know, you go in there, you're about like, okay, you know, it's, it's just an NPC, you know, nothing to worry about it. But no. They are tanky. They will bring you down if you're not aware, you know, which is crazy. And usually the people you're supposed to be worried about are the other players within DMZ and whatnot. But that's uh, one of the big things. And I get it. They're trying to adjust it, you know, to make it a little bit more challenging for everybody going in there. But that's something they could possibly fix. And, you know, the third parting, the third parting, as soon as somebody hears a shot, you know somebody's going to be there. You always going to be on red alert. Make sure, you know, you got your head on a swivel to make sure that that you're able, you know, to complete the mission that you want to, you know, get in there done. The new map, well, no, though, correct great. Me, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, and this is just the, the the feel that I get from the game is in this iteration of Call of Duty, TTK is king, right? Time to kill. Um, I think oh, yeah. that it, all the builds that you find on YouTube, TikTok, wherever you find your information, it's all time to kill. How fast can you put somebody down? And, and I'm, I'm glad you brought up uh, third partying because I feel like that's a big part of it because sometimes you linger in a gunfight because you think you can get it or you don't want to leave them hanging and, and you overstay your welcome in a fight and then you get third party because you have to assume with the lobby number being high that if you pull shots, somebody hears it and somebody's going to act on it. So you have to put those bodies down as fast as possible. It almost in in this meta that I'm feeling is you almost don't even want to thirst right away because you know you're going to have to look for his buddy or or the third team that's there. And, and you know, especially with like in DMZ, you've got like all of the the exfiltration points where it, it's so hot and you know you're going to have multiple teams. And some people have even stooped as low as the camping those sites out i'm gonna have to disagree on that one because of the fact how it started out you can have two three different revives on you so i feel like you'd have to thirst as fast as possible if not they're gonna revive and they basically gave out your position they did fix it where you can't stack your whole entire inventory with just revives and just armor plates but you could still at minimum have two to i think three revives correct me if i'm wrong but i know you have the revive gun and then you have the regular 
self revive, which is two revives basically in itself that you can have when you get down. So it makes it really, really hard to not thirst them. And I, I get what you're coming at, you know, because there's going to be a lot of heat with the AIs and then, you know, the other people in a third party and everything. But the meta I've been seeing lately, it's it's been straight thirst. You don't thirst them, it's going to bite you in the butt. Like, it's just going to come back around and it's going to end up getting you. Um, it's happened to me multiple times where I don't thirst them and I knock the rest of the team down. And I don't know where the last guy or the first guy that I knocked was, and he revives, he ends up getting me. Um, and it's just a pain in the ass because they would have three, four revives on them. And mm. not only the revives, but they can also stack up uh, UAVs, uh, mortar strikes, uh, what was the other one, uh, precision strikes. Like You can have three or four of them in your inventory now. It's, it's, it's very insane. Um I'm pretty sure with this last patch, though, they made it so I think you can only have one of each. And then I think the plates, they only made it so you can only have a stack of three in your inventory. But when it first came out, you could have, like, you know, 12 plates in your inventory and, like, four UAVs ready to go with, like, a precision strike in your your equip slot. And it was very, very hard to be able to fucking knock somebody or, or kill them right away. Um, another thing that I'm seeing a lot, and this is respectable, I like that they're doing this, is a lot of people are picking up the smoke grenade now, more often. Um, yeah. I really did not see that in the first model, uh, Warzone, or in the first, you know, just in general, Modern Warfare. I didn't see a lot of people using that, but the smokes and the flashes, those, I've noticed, are getting used a lot more, which I like. They're irritating and frustrating. I hate when they get used against me, but it's I like that they're using them. It's not it's no longer a um ha- kind of like a hack hack and slash game where you just go with your gun and kill. Now you have to actually be smart. You know, if you got a down guy, throw a smoke grenade. If you're trying to jump from one building to another, you know, throw a smoke grenade or flash them or something, get across. And I'm I'm actually really liking that competitiveness now with it. You gotta be and, a little more tactful, um, you know. Right. And and to that point, uh, I actually noticed not just like some of the old stuff people are starting to bring in and and that may have been balancing. Like maybe they made the smoke last a hair longer or made the area a bit larger, but they now have, uh, what is it? The drill charge that you can throw into walls and it it really makes like, well, I don't know about overpowered, but I mean, if you you throw it in the right place, I mean, that's just good preparation. I think they took some cues from maybe like rainbow six because I know they had wall breaches and charges and, it made it more tactical, right? Like you had to assume that everybody may have one on them. So you're not safe behind a wall. You maybe need two walls to cover, or maybe you need to be behind a stairwell, mm-hmm. um, which, and, and I, I like where the um, war zone is right now. I think it's fun. Um, I, I don't think that you're, you're trapped into playing with one weapon set, like where it's just ARs and ARs are the best. Like, cause you can still snipe, um, granted, maybe not in the end of the game, but for, for a decent amount of the game, you can, you can use kind of whatever guns you want. I've, mm-hmm. I know I've seen LMGs get picked up. I've seen shotguns get picked up. Like it feels very well-rounded. Um, and that's just from my opinion. And what I think is it, it's in a good state right now. Like I've seen it in a lot worse, but, um, <clears throat> moving on to our next point. Um, so 
Uh, one of the quick key points I want to grab at is uh, graphics. So this is a AAA game. Some would say the AAA game. I think Call of Duty sits atop the tower of AAA games. No doubt. What do you guys think? Does it feel like a AAA game? Does it look like a AAA game? It doesn't feel like it. And I can't say that it looks like it because I don't have the best PC setup. But it does look a lot more cleaner and crisper than 2019, which I, I do like. Um, and it's not as janky as the game used to be. It's a, it's still a very fast-paced game, which I like. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to have to add on to that. Um, it does look great. I'm not going to lie. I have a, you know, relatively pretty good setup, you know, 6900 XT, you know, for my graphics card. It runs great. It's doing what it's supposed to do. And um, it looks good. It looks crisp. The campaign went really well. I liked, you know, what they put into the campaign. I haven't completely completed it yet you know but it looks good it looks nice um i wish they would have a i know they you know for season one they came out with raid one that was pretty you know nice you know something to give to the community that you get you know expand on you know do something else gives you know give people motivation to do something else which was nice you know and you know they gave them rewards if you do this you know you could get this you know skins whatnot you know that's good you know compensation for the people to grasp to be able to give them an incentive to you know move on towards graphics look nice they look good at the end of the day though if we're thinking about you know pvp comp most of these people you know that are playing professionally and whatnot they're not playing in max graphics you know they're not there for the graphics. They're there, you know, for performance. You know, they're there for FPS. They're going to get, you know, their mission done and make sure they get the kills that they need to get, you know? So, yeah, graphics are great. But at the end of the day, does it really matter? I mean, that's just objective to the person who's playing, you know? Are they just there to have a good time, play campaign? I or mean, they're, I would huh? say so. Like, I, I feel like this game isn't brought in at a discount to anyone. Uh, oh, yeah. Unless you're just playing Warzone and you never buy a bundle, then you're getting it all for free. Yeah. However, uh, the grind you'd have to put up for the season pass, which I think the season pass has been great with vehicle skins. They've got gun skins. They've got new weapons that come out. Yeah. Um, I, I really like the state of the game. Uh, and I've played a good amount of the story. I'm not, like as I've mentioned in the previous episodes, I'm not the best at sticking to story games i tend to get like burnt out and kind of forget about the game entirely but uh i did like the the feel of co-op it's it's challenging but not impossible mm-hmm. uh and once you kind of get the the idea of those co-op missions down you can run them and to that credit they lead you into a raid and it really prepares you okay i need i need two assault guys i need one medic you know like i, I you're, you're planning now where before yeah. you just run in and everybody has their own loadout and, and it's not all that important that we talk about it beforehand. So, so I do like that they're kind of gearing towards more methodical gaming because I, I'm as I grow in age, so does the game, right? Like mm-hmm. now it's a it, you have to think a little bit more. And I think a lot of games, not just Call of Duty, are actually becoming a bit more mechanical, a bit more methodical. Like Fortnite, I know we were playing earlier tonight. Um, you know, in, in a lot of battle royales, like you have to plan that out. Um, you have to have a certain skill set to excel in those games. And yeah. you know, where in Warzone, it's a bit more tracking and map control and keeping your back clear and not having people behind you if you don't have to uh you know in Fortnite, it's like building and such um so 
real quick, uh, I know you did talk about your PC and, uh, and, and I would like to always, you know, kind of give the audience just an idea of PC requirements. And this is a AAA game. So I think it does take a bit to run. I know I use a 3070 or 2070 super, sorry, 2070 super, and, and it runs fairly well. I haven't had any issues with it. Um, I have a couple of HDR monitors. Um, Pablo, what do you run yours on? Yeah. I assume you play um, on PC as well. Yeah, I have a PC. Um, I run mine on a, a 1660 Ti, um, and it runs good when it wants to. I will have times where the, the lobbies are laggy, and they will be very, you know, buggy, and then they'll kick me out. But then again, it like I said, when it comes to PC parts, the price is what you pay for. Um, I don't get mad at the game because I can't run it, you know, very smoothly compared to y'all can. Uh, but it's because I know because my PC is nothing compared to what y'all have. Um, so, but it it still runs very well when it runs. It runs good. Um, I could say that for the most part. So. Right, and I and I really actually I appreciate your perspective because I think that 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 sixteen sixty level or or you know in that area that's where a lot of gamers lie. Uh, especially some of the younger guys who are just getting into PC gaming, you know, that's where they sit at. And, uh, and I've actually played it on Xbox as well. I have a Series X, uh, and it runs smooth as the day is long. Uh, but <clears throat> I find it really uh, informative to to be able to mm. say that you know you can play this game. You know, I wouldn't say at a budget, but you know, at cost, like you don't have to break the bank to play this game. And some games are. I know if you've ever tried to like benchmark Crisis on a computer, it's like you know. <laughs> uh, people ask you know can it you know but oh, i think yeah. that this game's really good especially with almazra being as big as it was you could load in you could play a game because that has a lot to do with you know your ability to play is can your pc render that much you know space um so i know i do appreciate your uh perspective on that oh yeah so, and, uh, and actually to add on that real quick i mean yeah like you said it's on a budget, you know, going, if you're going the Intel route, you know, just for the iCore, you know, as it is the i3-16100, you know, that's only going to break a hundred bucks and then another 50 bucks just for the graphics card. So, you know, you're looking at 150 bucks for pretty much most of the computer that you're looking for, right? So, you know, that's very affordable in order to play this, you know, video game. That's such a really good, you know, video game that we're looking at, you know, that's going to give you a lot. Uh, going right, on what Mike right. you said, um, mm -hmm. how do y'all feel about the game being two, three hundred gigabytes large? Like that's a big, big for for it being um a, a regular game because you know we remember being on Xbox and the game would be like fifty gigabytes or so. Now now we're leading around to like the two, three hundred mark, and the updates are like no joke. Updates would be like twenty gigabytes per update, if not even more. Um, I'm running out of space. I'm not gonna lie to you. I am running out of space, <laughs> and it's it's very hard to keep up with most of the games that I have. Well, what my personal perspective is, and, and I don't know about you guys, but like uh, my my rig is built with a two terabyte NVMe M.2 and not everybody can get to that. But I will say that with the game growing in size, I think the market is also following that. Like now you can get a terabyte SSD for 40 bucks, 50 bucks, and that's brand new and not even secondhand if you find the right deal. So yes, it's a little unreasonable, but I do know that the developers have have kind of backfilled that where you can unpack some of that data and try mm -hmm. to free up some space. It's not a lot. It's not impressive how much you can clear up, but it's something. But I mean, a lot of the games are that way now. Like if you look at Destiny 2, it's huge. You, you look at any 
triple a game anything out of ubisoft what were we playing the other day uh wildlands or um uh, what was that game, Rainbow, Josh? Rainbow Six Siege. Ghost Break? <laughs> Breakpoint? Yes, it was Breakpoint. It was Breakpoint. Yeah. We were playing that, and that's a big game, but like, rightfully so. It's beautiful. It's a large, you know, expansive world. Like, you you kind of have to expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I get the point of they're, they're a little larger than they used to be, but at the same time, like, with, with the with the graphics that they're pushing and, and the amount of information that you have because everywhere you step there's a side quest everywhere you go there's a mission to do um i know just in Warzone, uh there's cell phones everywhere and every bit of that is information and data you have to process so i mean i get it um and you know for what i understand you know i'm not a dev by any means but every time you load into a game the loot is is random uh, you know the the uh, the the phone contracts that are out there. They're random in whatever place, and all of that processing power it, it takes space. And the more you download, the less you have to process real time. And that's how you get those quick loads from from this screen to that screen, from this frame to that frame. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, it's kind of a give and take, right? I, I wouldn't say it's perfected by any means, but I think that it's understandable. I mean, I don't know if you guys can can agree with that or not, but that's where I stand. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I feel like uh, they should have it how they did back then. You know, like, back then, they had their Warzone in their own, like, little separate deal where it's like, oh, let me go ahead and download Warzone. I'm going to play Warzone a lot. And so, right here, you know, from the, the numbers that I'm looking up, Warzone, depending what you're looking at, if you're on console, anywhere from around 60 gigabytes. If you're on PC, somewhere around 25, right? And um, the campaign, you know, on top of that, that's another 68 that you're looking at 68. I mean, 78 gigabytes rather. And so it depends what you're what you want to play. If you're just going to play multiplayer, you know, if they did revert back to that, how they did, you know, with the previous Call of Duty where, you know, Warzone was separate, you know, Warzone free to play. Anybody can play it. If that was separate, you know, you definitely lose a lot of those gigabytes stuff that you didn't have to download constantly, you know, every single time. Which would be nice, you know, something you didn't have to look for. But they're doing right. a great job, though, you know, with the updates, getting rid of a lot of the stuff that they're not using. So it keeps refreshing and it keeps keeps it stable, you know, at that 300 gigabyte range, which is fine. Right. Okay, so our next uh, goal here is to kind of go over the grind. Um, and I know we speak a lot to the multiplayer just because, you know, the story, if you're huge into it, that's great. But kind of once you get through it, you're done, right? You can you can play it again. It's a great story. Uh, the graphics are great. Like the uh, the interactions you have with some of the characters are really nice. Like you feel immersed in a story, and I think that's really important. Um, I, I won't touch too much because I know most Call of Duty players are Warzone. They're 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 multiplayer guys. The story is is you know a a nice thing to have, but that's not why we show up. Um, so, so how do you feel about the multiplayer grind? I know me personally, just real quick. Um, and season one cap was two fifty. I didn't hit it. I got to about two fifteen, but I, I wasn't doing my due diligence and, and and grinding it out like I should have been. I didn't hit all the you know double XP weekends, but I, I feel like it was a fair grind. Like you could hit it. Um, you know, my roommate he hit it super fast. I didn't, but you know, I could have if I would have prioritized it how do you guys feel about the grind in the game this season i um, generally it's it's a love hate relationship with it because like you said yeah you can hit it very quickly 
But when they're resetting it almost every season, it's kind of hard to keep up with them. And, you know, for someone who goes to the gym, goes to work, um, you rarely have any time in the day to sit down and have a game. And when you do sit down to have a game, you want to have a nice, good paced game where you can, you know, unlock good progressions. And that's the reason why I probably hate so much the um, the attachment thing. You have to jump around through so many different guns. And the leveling process between those guns, they're not short. You know, especially when you're when you're not on a double XP weekend, they're very slow. Even if you're working, you know, I mean, if you're playing the objective, getting 20 plus kills per game, you may not even get one level on the gun on the far end. And you have to do that for what, maybe 20, 25 plus guns. And all of them have different attachments that you have to unlock. And like, yeah, I get that you can get your sniper and whatnot. But what if there's like a scope or a barrel that you need to get, but you need to unlock it from this other sniper that you don't use at all and then you have to restart the grind again and it i hate it because of that aspect but i like it because it does keep me busy and it keeps me i don't get bored of the game um but it is annoying like i said reverting back to how i started the uh the opening conversation was that when you're trying to go ahead and grind for these things on your short amount of time you know one or two hours here and there um you're getting plummeted by these kids who don't necessarily have the same schedule that you have on a day and they have all their guns already maxed out they have all the attachments they have all the camos and everything mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say right. it's a bad place where it's at for the progression but i just feel like there's too much and not a lot of it coincides with each other like they don't collide like if you're doing one thing it's only specifically for this and then you have to stop what you're doing there and jump to another thing. The missions and the battle pass, yeah, all coincide with each other. But when it comes to like the guns and you know all the different guns and stuff, it it, it takes quite a while to do it. And what I will say though, it seems that the camos are a lot easier to get on this game, which is something I do like. Just because like I remember being in like Black Ops Three or Black Ops Four, and you had to do these crazy challenges to get like the best dark matter camels or whatnot and this one it doesn't seem like it's that hard it's still difficult and challenging but it's not as that hard right so um and, and, and no to all that i i i agree to an to an extent i think that it could be a little bit more weapon xp like the base level could be a little higher because i don't want to spend most of my time grinding out guns i don't want to use uh, however, uh, one of my pet peeves is that, so for those skins, right, uh, mm -hmm. you've gotten your gold and you have to complete challenges to get the gold. And then you have to complete a bunch of different challenges to get a bunch of different guns, gold to get the next level and so on and so forth, right? Wash, rinse, repeat. They also have a lot of uh, like the, the digital camos or the woodland camos and you have to do challenges for those as well. I, I don't love the fact that some of them, they don't actually track progress until you've unlocked them. Uh, I think that's yeah. a small pet peeve, real small, but it's something I didn't love. I do love that they have so many skins and so many reasons to play with this, this gun or that gun. And it forces you to go do it because honestly, I mean, when I'm playing Modern Warfare or when I'm playing Fortnite, like a lot of what drives me to play when, especially when like my, my squad's not on and we've all been there when your squad's not on, you don't have a whole lot of purpose, but I love the challenges that they have. I like the dailies. I like that they bonus out when you get all three dailies done. Like it keeps you busy, right? Like it gives you something to aim for. And I love that. 
Um, it also has like the calling cards. It has emblems. It has a bunch of different things. That, like you win a thousand games, you get this emblem. Awesome. It, it's and Call of Duty's always done that really well, and even better so recently is just keeping you engaged in the game, like keeping you playing. And I think that that's huge for any game to do that to to bring you in and keep you there like some games don't have that you you reach cap you reach max and then you play into your board and you're done with it um so no i i think the progression is really good uh, i've loved the season pass grinds i mean I'm, I'm working through season two right now i love the theme uh they've got a bit more of like a uh, like an asian theme going right now a lot of like like samurai type stuff and i think that's awesome because i'm really into it um and before i get too far away from it uh you did say that you don't have the the time because you know you've got a full life going and you're you're going to the gym i think that the weapon tuning that they've kind of released this season or this year um is really awesome because i can go get this bundle the new bundle and this is i've got this ak-47 and it's pro tuned so i've got all the attachments i may not be able to fully customize this gun but i've got a good base to start with like okay so this this you know mortal's bane that you got for finishing the season one uh battle pass that it's a very snappy m4 it's it's a good like close to medium range like i don't think you get a lot of like top end range but i think with the pro tuning and the blueprints and the 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 bundles that you can buy it kind of bridges that gap would you would you agree would you disagree i'd have to disagree because like what if you don't have the money for it you won't get all the guns and things for it yeah if you have the money for it go for it and buy it but again like if like on my busy day in my own life i'm not gonna finish the the battle pass i'm gonna tell you that right now um i stopped buying them the more and more that i had less time to play the game i stopped buying the battle passes just because they were so grind intensives and to be honest, I can't really remember the last time that I actually finished the Battle Pass. It probably would have been in back in Apex Legends on like Season 3 or 4. Um, back in like 2017, 2018 maybe. Um, but because I had the time. Um, and yeah, for people who can finish it. Um, and I know there's multiple ways of finishing it. You know, you can actually grind it out. I don't know if this game specifically... I haven't looked into it, but... I don't know if you can actually buy your tokens to progress through all the battle pass, um, but then it'd be pay to play at that point. So, um, like for me, that doesn't help me out because you know I don't, I'm not gonna finish the battle pass, so I won't be able to get that very last weapon that's gonna help me maybe in the next season. Um, what I did like about the battle pass that they did with this one is that you can go the direction you want to, and you can unlock the things you want. That's one thing I did like because in this season two, I can go a certain way and unlock the two new weapons without actually, you know, going to, oh, the first weapon you unlock is at, you know, rank 25 or something. And I have to go through the the progression of them going. Instead, now I can pick the path that I want and I can unlock certain things to get to the guns that I want, which that does help me out because of the fact that I don't have to play as much. I don't have to play as much because I can choose the shortest route to get the new weapons that come out. One thing I did like about 2019 that I wish they they, they hope that they do here is for guns that you can't get on the battle pass. So, for example, the new ones, the Hemlock and the um, the AK shotgun, whatever it is. Um, on 2019, what they used to do is when the season passed and, you know, season two ended and season three came around, 
um you know i don't know if a lot of people thought that oh no i can't get the guns anymore you still can it's just that the guns you'd have to get them through a challenge so a challenge would be like oh get you know 50 headshots consecutively and multiplayer or something <laughs> that's just a uh just you know an estimate but um i really like that about 2019 I hope they bring that to this one because that was very helpful. Like if, you know, I got busy for a couple months and I wasn't able to play, you know, I could come back and be like, oh, well, I miss, you know, season two. And then season three, you know, a gun that came out in season two is popping. It's like really good. They buffed it. You know, it was terrible in season two, but in season three, it's going good. I could still do the challenge, unlock it and still level it up. But right. going back to like what you said, uh, the I'm not going to finish the battle pass. So I don't think that that benefits me. Um, what does benefit me, which I did like, like I said, was the the way that I'm able to go through the battle pass how I want, whatever direction. Right. So no, and and, and a lot of that you make a lot of good points. Um, I would say uh, a medium point because I'm 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 a full time guy and I buy just about every bundle, um, especially the ones that have guns that I like. Um, I, I would do some research, you know, maybe make an investment in your future, like hey. I don't need to buy every bundle, but if I watch YouTube a little bit, maybe some TikTok here and there, um, find the bundle that maybe fits you best and you can exactly, spend maybe yeah. 10, 15 bucks and this gun will change your gameplay uh, where you may not have time, but mm -hmm. to each their own. Uh, so now, uh, and, and I know Josh, we kind of talked a little bit beforehand uh, where we were drinking a little bit. I know Popo's not, but uh, I, I don't know about you, but I've got a Line and Kugel Sunset Wheat right now. Uh, <laughs> nice. This is a blueberry and citrus flavor wheat uh, beer, 4.9%, real nice, real mellow. I love it. What Very are you sweet. slipping on, boss? I'm slipping on here some uh, Glenfiddich Scotch whiskey with uh, some Dr. Pepper, actually. You know, doing you know, well. Dr. Pepper goes with everything, right? It makes the world taste better, I hear. Exactly. Uh -huh. And actually, uh, real quick, um, going back to what you guys were talking about. Um, so, you know, with the time having to do, you know, with uh, Call of Duty and whatnot, um, usually it takes people around anywhere from 90 to 190 hours, right? In order to reach level 250, right? And that's if you're playing consistently. Obviously, nobody's going to play 190 hours straight, right? Nobody got that tired, you know, that kind of time. Um, but in uh, this season one, though, it did take roughly around 1,900 hours, you know, 70, 77 days, roughly, you know, to get finished through that whole season one. So there is time as long as you're, you know, willing to put in that time. But at the same time, you know, not everybody has, you know, time for that one game, right? Let's be real. If we're going to be playing games, we're going to be jumping from, Call of Duty to let's say Rocket League to Valorant, Overwatch, who knows what, right? We're not going to stick on one game, you know, consistently. You know, it's a fun game, it's a great game, but you know, people have, you know, their other stitches that they're going to be working on. It is possible, you know, it's not a far reach. 10% that you have to be given in there, you know, to be able to reach that max level within season one and be ready for that next season. And especially with boosters and coming out, if people are looking out for right. those uh, Mountain Dew promos or whatnot, you know, so they can get those double XPs, you know, those things work really, really great. Now going on to the skins, right? The skins are, the skins are nice, right? I really like the gold and the platinums. Those are really nice. Polyatomic clean. I like, you know, the little glitter on it, that purple on it. It looked nice. It gave it a nice shine. Now going on to the Orion though, the Orion was the, the max camo that you got, right? For 
getting right. you know, all the assault rifles, you know, getting all the guns, you know, maxed out. So I think that was a fall off point there on, you know, on their part. It wasn't the best looking gun. You know, I would rather run, you know, the polyatomic or a platinum, you know, to be honest, you know, rather than that Orion camo. And a lot of the camos actually they do have on the store look a lot better than what we have here for the last finish, you know, the Orion gun. That is something hopefully they could rework, make it look better. I know with the last Call of Duty, they make that pop. You know, they had the dark matter. They really made you work for that. And, you know, it was a good investment, though. You know, it looked nice. People know he's all like, oh, that guy got the dark matter. You know, he's been putting in work. He knows what he's doing. He has plenty of time on all these guns. So that's right. that, that was a really good uh, gun that they put. I wish they put a little bit more effort on this. Maybe gave it a, a reactive camo type finish to it. Would have been nice. Uh, but that's my two cents on that, though. They did. So uh, we've. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. They they did bring dark matter to this Modern Warfare two, but it was through a bundle. Like going again to what you were saying, Mikey, with the bundles, yeah. it was a bundle, but it was only for a specific gun, and they brought dark matter. So, um, kind of sucks that you have to buy it to um to get it, but uh, it's 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 still there. Like for people who, like I said, don't like the Orion and they like black ma- uh, dark matter from you know the past previous uh, Call of Duties, um, you can right. still get it, which is cool. And well, well, so, with the battle pass though, through the battle pass, you're able to get a a good amount of COD points through that. You investing what was it like a thousand one hundred, I believe. You're getting a thousand four hundred on the back end, so you're at least getting a little bit more on investment back. You do have to put in a little bit of money, right? I wish they did have a system though where you'd get free COD points in order for you that to put into cool. the battles. That would be cool. I know a lot of other gaming giants, kind of like uh, what World of Warcraft, uh, you can more or less pay for your subscription with in-game grind, yeah, which I think the, is the really currency. cool. It's not easy by any means, but I think it's awesome that it's there to do. I think that gives people all the more reason to play your game. Um, but uh, one more thing I wanted to get into before we get to the breakdown here is um, the new ranked gameplay system. Because we're all familiar with skill-based matchmaking, where you destroy a couple of bots in a lobby, and then you go get destroyed by somebody else, and then you wash, rinse, and repeat, right? We're familiar with skill-based matchmaking. I don't love it. Um, but they have a new system out, very, very akin to Halo in the old days, where it's level 1 through 50, and then they have different divisions like gold silver plat diamond so on and so forth uh how do you guys feel about that do you think that's a uh, would you say that's a clutch or a like a fail is that a throw or is that a clutch i think i think that's a good thing it's it's very good just because it's it's something new it's not necessarily something that call of duty has dabbled with and it when you were in call of duty you kind of didn't know where you were at you know, you were either good or you were bad. Um, but now you can actually solidify and understand where you sit at. And right. um, it's good that they can actually give you like an actual like, oh, you know, you finally hit diamond or whatever. It gives you that nice little good feeling for it. Back then, the only way that you could figure out that you were a good player is obviously by your kill to death ratio or um, how Call of Duty has been doing now, doing the... Uh, um, uh, skill-based matchmaking and you're facing against you know some high streamers or something but i like now that right. you know you can go ahead and jump into some rank multiplayer um and it's for everybody too which i really liked i started i watched a couple of the gameplays from some other youtubers 
Um, and it plays just like a regular multiplayer match, just that it's ranked. Like you can play right. literally any any game zone, you know, whether it's team deathmatch, you know, uh, kill confirm, hard, you know, hard point, any of those. But at the end of the match, it's you know, ranked. It will tell you, oh, you know, you this is your ranking now. And I really like that, just because I know in the past a lot of the ranking was like search and destroy and whatnot. And it's not that I didn't right. like searching your story, it's just you had to be a little bit more focused and keened on, you know, not dying. Yeah. Right. Um, and Josh, what, what, what are your thoughts? You, you getting any ranked uh, Call of Duty play? Yeah, so um, by any means, right, ranked is still a long ways where we want to be, right? You know, with the first season coming out, you know, skill-based matchmaking, it wasn't where it was supposed to be at, right? You'd go into these gameplays and you'd have these people who are completely cracked that you knew, right? You just knew solidly that those people aren't supposed to be there where you're supposed to be at. Or, you know, vice versa. You'd be going there and you'd be shredding it and, like, these people are just, like, bots to you. And so I I feel like this first wave of rank that they're implementing is something that they're putting out there in order to get everybody where they're supposed to be at, right? You know, get everybody to start playing rank, you know, because of the rewards, right? They did a, a, you know, very clever way of putting those rewards. I was like, oh, you want to get these skins? You want to get these, you know, operator skins, these weapon skins, you know, this max operator skins. And all you have to do is just play ranked. That's it. You don't have to reach a certain level or anything. It's like, just get to level 50 within ranked and you got these skins. Like, that's it. Just keep playing it. You'll get these skins. And so I feel like, you know, that's a good incentive. That way you can get as much of the community into rank to properly place everybody where they're supposed to be at that way you know whenever you're playing casual or whatever you are playing everybody's in the same rank that they're supposed to be everybody's getting placed in you know in the group that they're supposed to be placed so it's you know it's something nice we're not going to see a more refined um ranked gameplay until probably the next season you know this is something that they're barely coming out with but it is very good that they're putting this in there you know getting people to push, right. getting people to grind, you know, get up there and getting, you know, ultimately getting people to get bit, you know, get better at um, you know, Call of Duty. And you know, ultimately as well, you know, with the um with all the tuning, you know, how you had said earlier, you know, you have a lot of people like, you know, Slasher, you got Clayster, you know, you got Sensor, all these people who are, you know, coming out with all these tunes, you know, that tell you like, hey, you know, these are the attachments that you should be using, you know, for these guns, you know, that are metal right now, right? Because they're going to give, you know, the base ADS, you know, the best ADS rather, you know, the best, you know, um, you know, the best mag or whatever you have to use, you know, in order to get the, you know, the mission done there, you know, in order to prosper. But, you know, ranks really good. I feel like that's something good that they implemented in there. Hopefully it does get better, not as buggy, you know, and whatnot. But, you know, we'll see what they have, you know, to come in the future. Right. All right. So now we're at about what forty-seven minutes in. Um, yes, I'm going to ask each one of you, uh, just you know, real quick. What, what out of ten? How would you rate this game? Because I feel like every every game I want to give a, a star rating out of ten, uh, and you don't have to go too far into detail. Just kind of like out of ten, what would you give Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two, uh, whether it's season one, season two, or the state of the game right now, like the story, the multiplayer, the DMZ, the you know, uh, what is it? um infection like there's a bunch of different things to do nowadays uh like out of 10 what are you thinking uh we'll start with pablo me 
Um, I haven't played campaign. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Um, I haven't played a lot of DMZ. I have played with y'all a little bit and a little bit on my own time. But and it's very hard to say too, cause like DMZ's in beta. DMZ is in beta. Raid the raids I think are in beta. Uh, so they're they're not complete yet. Um, which we don't know what else they can add to them. But in the basis of the game that it is right now, season two with everything that it has, I'd have to give it probably like good seven point nine. I want to give it. I want to give it an eight, right? but it's just there's 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 some bugs in there, and it's Call of Duty right. at the end of the day, and I don't have the time like I used to, and it it doesn't cater to the regular, you know, busy person, a working yeah. guy, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I totally understand. Uh, Josh, how you feeling? So you know, s similar to how like uh, Pablo was saying, uh, I'm gonna have to give it a you know seven point eight. That was my number, you know, coming in as you were asking that question there. So I'm going to have to give it a 7.8 and simply just because of the fact that bugs, bugs is the biggest thing. Every time there's a new update, you know, and you know, granted, I'm sure they have their people on it trying to get, you know, all those bugs refined and finished, you know, but you know, they're at the same time trying to give out to the consumer, right? They're trying to dish it out so people have something new to play, right? But it's, I mean, you know, I'd wait. plenty of bugs. No, I, and, I would wait a little bit longer for them. To fix everything, but they like to release things very quickly, and I, I don't. Agree yeah, with you that. know, and, and you know, and it is a business, you know, and you know, with the new infected coming out as well, right? You know, you're trying to survive, you know, from these raves, from these waves, rather, and you know, hide out and whatnot. You know, there's a lot of bugs in there too. There's like places where you could actually hide, and like nobody will see you, and that's just free XP for you, right? Surviving, you know, all these waves, being good, being clear. But you know, I think that's something big that they should hit on more be more relevant with it even you know like halfway or quarter of the way you know through the season you know dish out an update like hey we heard these you know issues have been you know being said or whatnot you know back with season one people could go god mode just with the riot shield and if somebody called out a uh, one of those uh what was it called tier five uh vax or whatnot right yeah and then so people would go god mode and they couldn't be killed at that point, they're just grinding kills. So that was, you know, something annoying, you know, that people got, you know, had issues with. So I feel like if they could come out with more updates a lot quicker, it would be a lot better. But I think that's the biggest thing they have right now for making it, you know, more into an 8 or to a 9, actually. Right. You know, it's and just and I bugs. mean, I'll be honest, uh, I came in high. Uh, I've always been high on Call of Duty, and, and I'll kind of defend that stance. Uh, I, I give it a 9.2 personally, and, and mm -hmm. I'll tell you why. Um, there's not many games out there that do what Call of Duty can. Uh, yep. They give you a compelling story with great graphics. It's a AAA game through and through, right? It, it, it is what it says it is. Um, they give you multiplayer. They give you not only multiplayer, but so many different variations of multiplayer you can do it however you want and for every mode there's a hardcore mode and for every serious game type there's a fun game type like sticks mm -hmm. and stones has always been my favorite it's not here yet i assume it will be but i mean they give you that they now they have these co-op missions and they have these raids and and everybody loves call of duty zombies and i think that call of duty and, and i don't play it enough but i think that call of duty has always been that game that over delivers and under promises and, and a lot of games nowadays over promise and under deliver they're like oh we've got all this content for you but that'll come later or or, or this is the game we're going to promise you and then on release you're not getting all of that it, mm -hmm. it's broken the matchmaking the lobbies 
too often I've not been able to get into a game with my buddies. Um, yeah. But Call of Duty's always been there. Like on release, there's one thing that's for certain, and then that's it. You can play multiplayer with your friends, and, and the graphics are beautiful. The, the soundtracks are cool. The vehicles even in, in the DMZ and in Warzone feel good to drive. Like you mm. can tell the difference between driving a sedan and driving, you know, an LTV or, or driving the, the Jeep Cherokee that they have. Now they have skins yeah. for those vehicles so you can feel special. And, and I do. So that's why I came in really high is just because I think that it's so versatile and they give you so much content, even to speak to those large downloads you have it all at your fingertips and that's from launch like it may have felt a little weird because they released it weird this year but as soon as they kind of got their 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 speed underneath them and it wasn't a year later it was it was a month it was two months later where they were really pushing it out and making sense of it all yeah i will always have a soft spot for call of duty because they do that um, and, and regardless of the hate that they get, they, they give you everything you could want in a video game. And I wanted that from Destiny and Destiny 2 kind of fell off and it wasn't as fun anymore. They had a hard time keeping people interested in the game. But Destiny 1 was perfect. I love Destiny 1. So and, and, and Call of Duty is not even an MMO. It, it's strictly multiplayer story or co-op. And at least you have those. But you I mean you see the other giants like Battlefield struggling. You know, mm -hmm. you, you see Ghost Recon not necessarily struggling. I guess they've been doing this weird thing where they release a game and it's not perfect, but they fix it eventually and then we run from there. But Call of Duty comes out day one and they give you what they said they would. And they over-deliver in, in post-release content. Like season two, uh, even the season one release, like it was exciting. You had a lot of, you know, content, a lot of information, a lot of new maps, a lot of new guns. Like they release it constantly. And the guns even feel different, right? Like so this AR doesn't feel like that AR. And this marksman doesn't feel like that marksman. And they even get so close as to this AR feels like a submachine gun at times. But this submachine gun, if you equip it right, feels like an assault rifle so i love call of duty that's why i came in high at a 9.2 which mm -hmm. would even us out amongst the three of us at an 8.3 out of 10 for call of duty model warfare 2 and i don't think it's a bad grade at all um yeah. I, I think in, in the current state of games there's a lot of a lot of threes and fours out there yeah um, not a lot of tens yeah and uh and going back on what you were saying you know with destiny especially so destiny did have a fall off right you know and what are the biggest things that destiny had to fall on was was bugs you know they had you know especially within pvp there was a lot of overpowered weapons and things that they would not fix and that's what ultimately broke the game and they even had riots within the games you know of den of destiny where they would all sit you know within a game of a uh, iron banner and they would just chill there they wouldn't kill each other they wouldn't do anything but just chill there just to waste the time of the servers in order to get you know, a response, you know, from the Destiny, you know, service from the team, you know, to be like, hey, you guys got to fix this. You guys got to do something. And, you know, right. Destiny had plenty of time. And hopefully Call of Duty doesn't go down that route. We definitely don't want that. We do want Call of Duty, you know, to hear us out. He's like, hey, we have these bugs. It's a great game. You know, we like what you're doing with it. But, you know, just fix the bugs, you know, going into, you know, DMZ, you know, going into multiplayer. We don't want these bugs that make it unfair to everybody else that's just trying to have a good time. Right. We're trying to grind just like everybody else. But these people know the exploits that, you know, nobody else does, you know, just, you know, make it a fair match, you know, as quick as possible, I feel. And, you know, everything would be great. But it is a great game, right. you know. But, uh, yeah, those bugs is just like a biggest thing that 
I feel they have to touch on. Right. So um, as we as we come to a close on the episode, uh, you know, I really want to ask you guys, and this is something I'll do in the future as well. Um, and, and we'll start with Pablo. What are you playing? What do you recommend? Like, what what is your game for February? Like, what what should I be playing? Right? Like, is it Call of Duty or or is there something else I should be playing right now? I know there's a lot of games out there and a lot of versatility. Uh, not everybody's a you know multiplayer guy. I know I just spoke about Hogwarts Legacy last week, which is huge. Uh, wh- what's your recommendation for the week, Pablo? Honestly, I I couldn't really give you a good explanation just because I have not been playing a lot of games week uh, re- recently. But um, to be honest, the two games that I have been playing that have been like a staple um, have been Call of Duty Modern Warfare just because it's an easy jump on, you know, get a game. You can play for 30 minutes and then go do something else. It's it's a really good game to jump on and, and play with and have fun with, especially if like some of your friends are on or whatnot. And another game that does it very well that has a lot of... Um, options like that like i can play like a 30 minute game 45 minute game real quick um and this is a game that you don't like mike um but it's uh league of legends you know league of legends if i want to actually under you know play the game i could play summoner's rift and that could take an hour hour and a half uh, and i get to pick the character but if i if i don't have the type type of uh time i can just jump on aram aram is always a fun thing that i like it randomizes the characters you know teaches you to play with different um characters which is i wish they'd bring gun game back to call of duty because that would gun game let you try out other guns and i really like the randomization of that but uh back to league uh aram is really fun you get to try out the new champions and it's a one lane so real quick 30 minute game you know i think the longest game that i've ever had on aram was maybe 45 minutes long maybe um but it, it usually i've averaged like 15 20 minute games and those lately have been the games that i've just jumped on because i know i can get quick games uh not only on aram but also on tft you can run hyper and you can finish the game in 20 minutes it's a right. you know uh like a chess based uh game and real easy you can do it while you're just relaxing chilling you don't have to really take it seriously play the game and lately to me the games that i've been playing is games that i can just easily have a quick game have some good progression to it and um, you know play one or two matches spend maybe an hour and then get on with my life just because i don't have the time for it anymore um right I, um I'm, all right what's up i'm more of a mmo person but uh lately i haven't been able to play a lot of mmo so i go to a quick uh game real quick so right a, a game for the everyman uh josh where's your recommendation for the week so, uh, well, for this month, you know, Call of Duty did just come out with this update. It's a nice update. You know, I like, you know, how you were saying, you know, I do like this uh, Asian, Japanese, you know, samurai aspect to it. You know, it's very nice. It's very clean. I really like how they, you know, had a new map for DMZ and whatnot. They added new weapons and stuff. So it makes it very clean. I feel a lot of people are going to be playing this game right now because you know they want to grind those skins right one one of the things that call of duty does have is like they give you something to do right you're not going to be bored if if you want to grind something if you're not there just to play the game right if you're completely fed up with multiplayer or whatnot because of all the bugs or whatnot you're there for a reason right and you're going to be there to you know grind those camos out grind those missions go to dmz and get those collectibles that you could get right 
And then so I feel like that's something big that a lot of people are going to be playing right now, you know. Other than that, you do have a Rocket League, for example. Their tournaments, you know, were just happening right now. People are going to be looking into that, turning into that, being like, oh, you know, tournaments are, you know, just came out. It's like, oh, that looks like a fun game. Let me go hit that up. Or, you know, Siege as well, Rainbow Six Siege. They're, you know, they're having their tournaments right now. So people are going to be looking at that a lot, you know. And, you know, Rainbow Six Siege is an old game, but, you know, they, you know, keep catering to the community, keep coming out with new operators and whatnot. But right now, Call of Duty is in a really good state. You know, they came out at a really good time. And I think for right now, a lot of people are going to be tailored into trying to get those camos, you know, for all those new guns that came out. So they're going to be pretty focused on Call of Duty for now. Right, right. All right. Well, and, and my my recommendation this week and every week will always be Rocket League because I want you to be upset just as, just as much as I am. <laughs> yeah. um, the The grind is forever long, but it's what I play. Uh, when I'm not playing new fun games like Hogwarts or, you know, uh, Call of Duty. Um, before we sign off, um, quick quick anime. What's an anime recommendation? I know you guys are big anime guys. Hmm. I'll let Let's Josh see. go first. Let me go Ooh, first. Pressure. Put the pressure on him. Put the pressure on me for sure. Got to be a good one. Uh, let's see. A good one that I recently watched. I would have to say... I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the manga for um, Dragon Ball Z, though. Uh, well, with the manga, at least, within that arc. I know you guys are, you know, more accustomed to the Tournament of Power that came on, where Goku became Ultra Instinct and whatnot, right? Right. Um, well, within the manga, they went into a, another arc, you know, with Moro, which is the next villain. And, you know, they had a whole spiel with that. Spoilers. There was... Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Spoiler alert! If you guys haven't, if you guys haven't heard about it, you know. So that's really interesting um, with that, and as well as um, ultimately later. If you guys are a big fan of Frieza, just go ahead and cover your ears and skip this part. But uh, Frieza gets a new form, right? I'm sure you guys are, you know, acquainted with his golden form. Well, after a golden form, there is another form called, uh, you know, Black Frieza. And as of right now, he is stronger than any person within the the Dragon Ball Z um, universe. So that's right. going to be very interesting. Yeah. So looking at that, that's going to be very interesting. If you guys uh, are into that, I think that'd be really cool. Other than that, One Piece, if you're really willing to get into really that. Bored, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Really One Piece on right now is popping off. I'm trying to catch up, but right now it's really, really fucking good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got right. that. You have the new season of Bleach as well, which is nice. But those are uh, my three, I guess. Right. Uh, mine is really simple. Um, my girlfriend put me onto it. Uh, that'd be Future Diaries. Okay. Uh, I, I watched that. I finished it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, if you're looking for something a little different, uh, I recommend you watch that. Zero spoilers. Just go watch Future Diaries. It's on Crunchyroll and Hulu. Nice. Um, Pablo, what you got? Me? I... I... I've been catching up on a lot of them. Um, but the, the two that I would recommend would be the first one being uh, Chainsaw Man. It was in the manga. That is good. But it came out in the anime, and oh, the animation's really fucking good. The storyline has been popping off. Um, arguably, Chainsaw Man and the two that I'm about to name after these two, honestly, were better than Demon Slayer. I, I 
Demon Slayer, I watched it and I'm caught up to it, but I just couldn't get around it. That it's last very small season. opinion, but yeah, no, I get yeah, you. Yeah, that, that last season, though, for me was... Controversy right there. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't care. A lot of Demon Slayer. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it. Demon Slayer is getting held up by its animation. That's the only thing it has for it. I, I'm not, I don't feel too hot about the, the storyline. And then, you know, Zenetsu kind of pisses me off sometimes. Because he can technically be the strongest Slayer, but he's not. It, it's it's weird, but um, Chainsaw Man right now is doing very good. Uh, animation's very good, uh, and the storyline's actually not that bad. You know, it's about a guy, and he's in the slums, like you no know, fucking. He has nothing. He's living in a little shed on a mountain, barely even has a bed. You know, Able he's to barely trying to end. You know, get these odd jobs to make ends meet of getting food, and he gets you know befriended by a little demon dog that he you know ends up spoilers combining with and getting all his powers but it like that main character has something that like no other character really has and it's he's trying to take advantage of everything he has you know he's he was he a, a regular drive. kid huh he has a drive yeah yeah like no but like not only his drive but like the things he thinks about like when you watch the anime you're like what the hell he's just another regular teenage kid you know he thinks about having some good food in his stomach, he thinks about girls and you know his fantasies with them, and a lot so it's of just like Naruto. Got it. <laughs> not necessarily that, but he's just trying to ha- like enjoy his life because he he was mm-hmm. in the slums, and now that he you know he combined with this demon and he's getting a lot of these better jobs and killing these demons and all this other stuff, he's getting a lot more money. Um, he's able to actually enjoy life when a lot of them aren't really enjoying their life. And they, a lot of the other characters that are around him are very depressing. But him, he's all like, yeah, you know, I am combined with the demon and I did make a contract with them, but I'm living life right now and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, right. Another one, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. That one, oh my god. That one is yeah. surprised the hell out of me when it first came out. I was skeptical about it, but it's fucking... So if you're on the, if you're on the fence, just give it a watch. Yes, I, I would recommend it. Uh, season one, and then they All had right. a movie. The movie was really good. Um, the movie is not tied to the storyline, but it kind of joins in with it because it, it's it's about the the movie is about a, a new character that is gonna join into the storyline. Um, but just Jujutsu Kaisen, really good. It's kind of similar, I guess, the same tales of like Demon Slayer and um, Chainsaw Man, where they're fighting demons or cursed spirits, you could say. Um, but very right. good. I like a lot of the characters in Jujutsu Kaisen, and it, it they use a lot of different methods to kill the demons and spirits and all that, and it brings a new refreshing aspect to, you know, um, the anime world, which I like because it's right. about you know kids in a school and whatnot. And the last one right. is Bleach, Thousand War, Thousand Year uh, Blood War arc. Just because we've been waiting so long for this. If right. y'all haven't seen it, I haven't finished it. Makes me sad. I need to. I need to finish it. But give it, it a shot. A I'd recommend first, obviously, watching the beginning of Bleach. It's like 360 episodes. Oh, that's a um, weekend. Yeah. Um. But it has it has a decent amount of filler, so you can finish it. Arguably, yeah, in a weekend. Um. But watching it all through, if you're a person that likes a lot of chaos and a lot of fights and a lot of like big buildups and awesome power-ups bleach thousand year war blood war arc is where you have to be it's essentially when other 
animes portray a war. You know, they'll have a war here and there. It doesn't end war. No, this whole new season is literally a constant war. There is no stop from beginning to end of war. Like, you're constantly going to be seeing a fight scene possibly every episode. And the only episode right. you probably won't see is going to be them probably training for the fight. Mm. So... It's very gruesome, very bloody. You're going to see a lot of the characters that you really liked in Bleach. You know, a lot of things are going to happen to them. It's very, wonderful. very recommended. It's something that, you know, Bleach fans have been waiting for such a long time. I'd say roughly probably a good 20 years that we've been waiting for, if not probably more. Um, right. Correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but it's something that we've been literally waiting for, and now that we have it, the animation is flawless. I am yet to have one person tell me that the animation is bad in it. it mm-hmm. That one is probably one of the only animes that I could say could rival Demon Slayer in the animation, just because the animation is so freaking good, and they've done a really good job with it. And I can't wait till they finish it because they have a lot of amazing battles. I've already read some of the manga and it's just fantastic. Right. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. Those are your, those are your recommendations for games, for anime. Uh, if you, if you have any questions, uh, always feel free to, uh, get a hold of me. I'm on Twitter. Um, right now, I believe I just changed my handle to kind of match the podcast. So that's going to be at W I T pod P O D. Mike, M-I-K-E, at WitPodMike. Uh, feel free to get a hold of me. And if you, there's anything you want us to look into, if you need any more recommendations, uh, we're full of them. But uh, I, I'm really appreciative for uh, Pablo and Josh joining me on this episode. Uh, I plan to have them back in the future. We'll maybe go over an anime. We'll watch like one of those one-hitters where it's like a season long and it's something you can kind of pick up and put down. But uh, that that's Model Warfare. Uh, and, and as much as we can get into it, but uh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you showing up. That's uh, episode two is in the books uh, for uh, what I think the podcast. Uh, you guys you. want to say goodbye? Yeah, uh, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. Thank oh, you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hope to be back here soon. Had a lot of fun. Um, if I am back, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna be the negative Nancy. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna disagree with a lot of y'all guys. Um, <laughs> but that's just you know, that's of fair. It. I can and, appreciate uh, it. Hope y'all enjoy this, and uh, hope to see y'all. Uh, talk to y'all soon. That's a wrap.